0: 18 plus. Hello and welcome into the Pick'em Podcast brought to you by Mason Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network as, oh boy, we are getting late in the season last month of the year as we head into week number 10 of the college football season. Luke Yardy and Vaughn Lozon here with you. Scotty White with us in spirit as he is across the pond, probably sleeping as we record this podcast right now. But uh, we've, got, we've got a great week uh, ahead here, Vaughn. I know you're a little under the weather here this week but man uh, good to good to know that the head's clear enough to make some picks here this week
1: god yeah if I feel like total garbage and uh hopefully my picks don't reflect that this week because (laughs) I, I think that's how I got so sick is because my picks last week were just abysmal one in seven uh and I was just yeah not not feeling it last week apparently so hopefully this is a little bit different yeah, it's been a
0: rough couple of weeks for Yvonne. Not gonna lie, you went two and six in week nine, one and seven last week, and you've allowed me to get out to a bit of a lead here as I went five and three a week ago, and then four and four this past week. Kept it an even five hundred, but uh, still gained uh, at least one on you both here as Scotty went three and five last week. So the season standings are as follows. Uh, I sit at 39 and 38, a game above 500 through nine weeks of the season. Vaughn comes in eight games back now at 31 and 46, while Scotty is just two games behind Vaughn at 29 and 48. So if you're unfamiliar with the pod, we pick eight games against the spread across college football each and every week, all spreads via DraftKings Sportsbook. And uh, Vaughn and I, we're going to do some back and forth here, uh, giving you our reasoning for our picks, Uh, we'll have, hopefully, Scotty's picks for you uh, by the end. Though, as I see it right now, Scotty hasn't put his picks in quite yet. We'll we'll send a message out to him and uh, see if he can
1: get oh, hopefully he can i i actually just saw that and sent him a message so we'll all see all right sounds Figure good first.
0: so we'll, we'll see if by the end of the pod we've got scotty's picks here for you or we'll just let you know how he did uh, a week <laughs> yeah. ago so we're going to start in the big 12 here vaughn we've got number 18 oklahoma state two-point favorites on the road as they visit lawrence and take on kansas
1: yeah so i okay so let me uh Let me back up just a sec. I did so bad last week, like we already discussed. I'm going to pull a Scotty and (laughs) do a little reversal pick this week with all of these picks. So, uh, originally going into this game here, Luke, with Oklahoma State-Kansas, I kind of figured that I would probably roll with Kansas because they're a home dog, and Oklahoma State's coming off that abysmal game last week to uh, Kansas State where they got blown out it was like 48 or 49 nothing they were uh you know two and a half point underdogs I believe in that one. but now they're favorite. so it, it's kind of a, a weird one. so I'm gonna go with okay State to cover. Uh, with this uh, reversal thing, I'm doing this week. <laughs>
0: uh, I actually like Oklahoma State myself. I think I think this is an okay situation uh, for Oklahoma State. Don't really know uh, the the status. Of Spencer Sanders, you know, didn't look very good uh, last week. Uh, but the thing is, for me, man, they got embarrassed last week, right uh, against Kansas State. Like, just absolutely embarrassed. I think they feel like, uh, you know, a a wild animal trapped in a corner right now. They're going to come out swinging uh, against Kansas. And and quite honestly, Kansas has come down to earth the last couple of weeks. Uh, They lost their last three games, including last week to a Baylor team who has not quite met preseason expectations here this year. Uh, They just haven't been playing their best football. And quite honestly, uh, there's a major mismatch here in this game. And It's Oklahoma State's offense, who is number 11 in the country, an SP plus while Kansas's defense ranks 88th uh, in that category. So I really like Oklahoma state to be able to put up some points here this week and cover the two point spread as they visit Kansas. Now we go to the big 10 bit of an interesting line here, Maryland five point underdogs as they head up to camp Randall to take on the Wisconsin Badgers.
1: Yeah, this, this one's an interesting one. Uh, I, I like Maryland to cover the game and, 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 I, I I don't know if there's going to be an upset here or not. I I wouldn't be surprised just because the Big Ten West has been so strange this season. Uh, so I like Maryland to cover. So for that reason, I'm taking Wisconsin in this uh, pick and podcast uh, with the five points.
0: Going going with the reverse here this week is Vaughn. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the Terrapins here as five point underdogs. I think there's a slight overcorrection on Wisconsin. Uh, the last time we saw the Badgers in action, they lost at Michigan State. And that's just, uh, that's that's not great. I, I will say, well, it's not the last time we saw Wisconsin. I, I shouldn't say that, uh, you know, played Purdue last week. But we saw just two weeks ago, uh, them lose to Michigan State. Uh, not a good look in my book, given what Michigan State, you know, has, has proven to be here this week. I know Jim Leonard's got them playing a little bit better. But look, Maryland you know, I know that they've had some close games and, you know, the the score was a little bit closer and indicated against Northwestern a week ago, but they still have a top 20 offense in SP+. Plus, and I think they're going to be able to to use their playmakers and move the football and be able to score on the Badgers. And I think quite evenly, they're a couple of even teams at, at the end of the day. This feels like a coin flip game if you were just picking. So if you're going to give me five points, I'm going to take anything above three here and I'm going to go with the Terrapins to cover the five points. Points. We go to the ACC, where number 21, Wake Forest, our four-point favorites, visiting number 22, NC State.
1: Yeah, man, these, honestly, like, even doing the reverse thing, these spreads are so close, and I I had such a hard time determining who I would pick. Uh, I I think I would go with Wake Forest here with the minus four, so uh, for that reason, I'm going to go with uh, NC State plus four, Uh, To cover the spread at the very least. And who knows? Maybe uh, this whole reverse thing will work in this one because I typically go with home dogs. And this is a a one that I surprisingly would not have gone with. I would have went with Wake Forest. So uh, give me NC State plus four.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go the other way here. I, I like Wake Forest to, to cover the four points here. and The, the big reason for me uh, is the fact that NC State is obviously without Devin Leary. He's done uh, for the season, and you take a look at the last couple of games NC State has played without uh, Devin Leary at the helm. Uh, they got blown out by Syracuse in which they mustered all of nine points, and they squeaked by a terrible Virginia Tech team. Last week, by a point, to 22-21. This NC State team, without him, I understand the defense is still pretty good, uh, but without Devin Leary, they cannot play complimentary football. And you know what? Wake Forest, I think there's a a bit of an eye-opener when you look at how bad they got beat by Louisville a week ago, right? But you dive in a little bit in there, and uh, they had eight turnovers, eight turnovers turnovers against Louisville last week in that loss. I don't think that's going to happen again. So I'm going to take Wake Forest to cover the four here this week in a big top 10 matchup. I mean, you can debate whether or not this deserves to be a top 10 (laughs) matchup with the number 10 team uh, at home, but we've got number six, Alabama, 13 and a half point favorites at number 10 LSU Vaughn.
1: Yeah. Go figure that uh, the CFP committee loves the SEC again. I would have never thought. Uh, you know, I actually it's kind of interesting. I was looking at this and and Bama this year on the road has just been a little shaky. You saw that game at Texas, you saw the game at Texas A&M. Perhaps it's just they just don't like the state of Texas. So they perhaps they will do just fine at LSU. So in a normal week I would have actually taken LSU plus 13 and a half, but uh, with my uh, reversal going on, I'm going to actually take Bama to cover the 13-and-a-half, so I'll roll tied. Yeah, anything
0: under two touchdowns, it's really hard for me to bet against Alabama, to be quite honest with you. I understand it's a hostile environment, um, and Jaden Davis is playing pretty good at the quarterback position, but this is a bad spot to be in if you're LSU. This feels like a spot, you mentioned the College Football Playoff Committee, this feels like a spot where the, the CFP committee has actually set up LSU to kind of be a sacrificial lamb for what they want (laughs) you know what I'm saying right like this is an opportunity for Bama to go get a top 10 win now uh so and that'll bolster their resume moving forward and so that's what I feel like the CFP committee did to LSU with that ranking Alabama's coming in at number six on the outside looking in Uh, I I feel like they're going to go out and they're going to want to beat this team by 45 uh, to send a message and I mean Bama at the end of the day right they're one of the few teams that's got a top five offense and a top 10 defense or top five defense in LS or SP plus LSU is outside of the top 20 in both of those categories so this is a bit of a mismatch here Uh, and, and quite honestly if you remember I don't know if they've played since but I remember a very particular game at the beginning of 2013 where we saw Nick Saban go up against Brian Kelly, and it didn't end well for Brian Kelly. So uh, I'm yeah. gonna ro- I'm gonna roll with the tide here uh, to cover the thirteen and a half. By the way, Bama's off a bye two weeks to prepare for Nick Saban and company. Good lord, yeah, under two under two touchdowns with the extra points. I'm gonna roll with Alabama to cover that spread there. Before we get to our last four picks on the week, I want to let you know that the Pick'em Pod is brought to you by Manscaped, and they've got an amazing thing going right now. They've got the Platinum Package 4.0. If you know about the Performance Package, you know how awesome the Lawnmower 4.0 body trimmer is. You know how awesome the Weed Whacker is. You know how comfortable uh, those boxer briefs are that they've got, and now they've got the Platinum Package 4.0, which is everything inside the Performance Package, plus some extra you know, goodies to elevate your grooming game to Platinum. So get it today. We're going to get you 20% off and free shipping. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Just head to manscaped.com, 20% off and free shipping. All you have to do is enter promo code MNB20. That's MNB20 at manscaped.com. So we got four games left against the spread to pick here, Vaughn, as we've got a, I would say, a de facto ACC matchup here uh, with number four Clemson. Three and a half point favorites as they head to South Bend to take on the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. What do you got in this one?
1: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, this is uh interesting spread with three and a half for Clemson. I would have expected a bigger number than that. I know Notre Dame uh, defeated Syracuse quite handily at their own place when I uh, proclaimed that uh, Syracuse would probably win that game by quite a bit. Uh, and they, in fact, did the opposite of that. So uh, with all of that, I am going to go the opposite of what I would pick, which is Clemson to cover the three and a half. And I'm going to take Notre Dame with the plus three and a half. I, I really don't think they're going to win this game, but uh, the last time Clemson went to Notre Dame, it was a barn burner. Hopefully, for my sake, this is a barn burner too.
0: Yeah, man, just make it straight picks. I'm on the Notre Dame side here. A uh, couple of reasons. Number one. Uh, I do love me a home dog every once in a while here. Um, but also, outside of key number three, Notre Dame has won their last two. They start to be playing some pretty good football, including last week, handing Syracuse their first loss in pretty dominating fashion. I know a lot of questions at the quarterback position regarding Drew Pine uh, for Notre Dame, but I think there's still uh, issues at the quarterback position for Clemson uh, with DJ Uliunglele. I I, I don't know if if he's fully the guy. Notre Dame's at home. They're playing much better football. And I think Clemson is flawed, to be quite honest with you. Notre Dame, against that Clemson offense, Notre Dame comes in the top 30 in SP Plus defensive efficiency. I think they could stay within the number. I think they could keep this close. Whether or not they could pull off the upset, uh, we'll have to see. I know Michigan fans would love to see it, but I think at the very least, Notre Dame is going to keep this competitive and have a really good chance to cover the three and a half by the end of this one on Saturday. So we go to the Big 12 where number 24, Texas, two and a half point favorites on the road as they head to Kansas State.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I I just can't believe how Texas, just week after week, they keep end up being favorites, whether they're on the road or they're down their quarterback, it doesn't matter. Vegas just loves Texas this year. And Kansas State is kind of in control of their own destiny in the Big 12. If they win out, they will make the Big 12 championship game, probably alongside TCU, which would make for a really juicy matchup there in early December. So – uh usually I would go with Kansas state, but this week uh, I'm going to roll with the longhorns and just hope to God that Vegas knows something on this one. So give me Texas.
0: I like Texas as well, actually a uh, minus two and a half. Look, K state still uh, quarterback questions, right? Uh, Adrian Martinez did play last week. It didn't matter. I'll, I'll give him that credit, but if he doesn't play, I'm going to have to see it again from Will Howard to to fully be a believer. I know he had a great game last week, but uh, Oklahoma State, that that defense hasn't been that great all year. I know I picked Oklahoma State last week. I didn't expect that from Kansas State. There's no question about that. But before, I'm going to jump two feet in with Will Howard. Uh, I'm going to have to see it again if Adrian Martinez doesn't go. But Texas is coming off a bye here this week. A couple extra weeks to get prepared, to get a little healthy. And this is a tough situational spot for Kansas State as well, right? You just had a, a top 10 team come in to Manhattan last week, and you blew the doors off them. You were up and ready to go for that game Now, you got to do it all over again. And and for kids, that that could be difficult to get up two weeks in a row for big time opponents. I'm not sure they're going to be able to do that this week. Texas coming off the bye is going to have a huge advantage. It's under a key number of three. Give me the Longhorns at minus two and a half. And fine. Well, no, not finally. We got two more to pick here. Uh, We've got uh, one of the biggest games of the week. Well, no, it's the biggest game of the week. Let's be quite honest with you. It's a top three matchup. Number one, Tennessee are eight point underdogs as they head to Georgia Vaughn.
1: Yeah. Eight points is a lot for the number one team in the country, according to the uh, college football playoff committee. And I do think that's too many points. I would roll with Tennessee plus eight. I don't know if they're going to necessarily win. I do think Georgia has what it takes to win, but Tennessee has what it takes to pull off an upset. So uh, because of all of this reverse stuff, I'm going to go Georgia minus eight, despite everything I said.
0: All right, I'm going to roll with, with Tennessee here for a couple of points that you mentioned. It is too many points. Uh, it was a similar spread against Alabama, and guess what? Tennessee went out and, and beat Alabama and quite honestly dominated a lot of that game. Some bad turnovers that allowed Bama to get back in it, and I know Tennessee was able to pull it out late, um, but... It, Tennessee looked pretty much unstoppable against that Bama defense. And I think, you know, Bama's defense and Georgia's defense, a little bit similar. This is not the same Georgia defense that they had a year ago. You know, allowed some drives to Missouri, allowed some drives to Kent State. I know they've played much better as of late, but now they're down. Um, One of their linebackers for the year, I I believe their signal caller uh, as well. And Tennessee, they just continue to to get better on the offensive side of the football. They are number two in offensive SP plus is Tennessee. So that's way too many points first and foremost, right? And I don't know if Georgia, like Bryce Young, made so many great plays in that game against Tennessee. And I don't think Stetson Bennett's bad by any stretch of the imagination. Won a national championship playing the quarterback position last year for Georgia. But he's not Bryce Young. You know, and this Georgia offense is efficient in different ways. They're not going to be able to take as much of advantage, I don't think, as Bama was against the Tennessee defense. And I think Tennessee's offense is going to be just fine. I'm not saying Tennessee wins, but eight points, that is way too many. I'm going to go ahead and take the balls to cover that massive number in a top-three matchup. Finally, we head to Piscataway, New Jersey, where dreams are made. Michigan, 26 point favorites as they head to Rutgers Vaughn
1: dreams are made and so is college football according to everybody in Piscataway New Jersey Uh, (laughs) it's true I in a normal week I would pick Michigan I think this is a good rebound bounce back spot for them in terms of the red zone inefficiencies that they've had against Penn State and then Michigan State Rutgers ranks tied for last with Notre Dame in terms of red zone defense they've given up points Uh, Every opportunity they have given to opponents in the red zone this season, 15 touchdowns, three field goals, 18 for 18. That is what the kids would call not good. So I would take Michigan. I do think they're going to put some points up on the board this week. I think they've got some added motivation from uh, all the stuff that happened last week. So uh, Reversi, I am going to pick Rutgers to cover the 26, a big home dog. Yeah, I'm on the Rutgers
0: side here this week as well to plus 26. I mean, just take a look at it. Michigan would not have covered this number in any of their Big Ten games here this year. And quite honestly, this is a Michigan team that doesn't care to, right? They're not out here for style points. They know what the task is at hand. Uh, They know they've got to run the table until at least Columbus. They're very content with methodically moving the football, the points-per-drive metric, and, you know, it's it's hard to go with a team to cover 26. It's hard to place a bet on a team to cover 26. That is perfectly fine with settling for field goals against inferior opponents because they know that Rutgers isn't going to be able to move the football on them. The defense is going to be stout. They're going to score a couple of touchdowns. They're going to kick some field goals, might give up a touchdown to Rutgers. But, I mean, this feels like uh, like a 30-7 to final, right? And, and, and Michigan is totally fine with that. So I've got to take Rutgers here to the plus 26 because uh, Michigan has improved in ability to consistently put the ball into the end zone or care to up to this point in the season. So so give me that many points, especially with a team at home in a night game up in New Jersey. I'm taking Rutgers plus 26. For Scotty's picks, he's got Oklahoma State minus two. He's got Maryland plus five, NC State plus four. Alabama minus the 13 and a half. Clemson minus three and a half. Kansas State plus two and a half. Georgia minus eight. And Michigan minus twenty-six. Those are our week ten picks against the spread in the pick a pod. Before we head out, Vaughn, where can we find you on social media, my man?
1: Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore lozon. I'll actually be tweeting uh this game this week. I won't be uh in Piscataway. Uh, so this is like the first time in a month that I'm actually watching Michigan football for my television. So kind of excited. So at Vaughn underscore Lozon.
0: I love it. Should be a whole lot of fun. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. Make sure to follow the Maze and Brew Twitter page as well at Maze and And make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review for all of our shows wherever you get your podcasts. We do really appreciate uh, the feedback and the support from you. So for my partner, Von Lozon, I'm Luke Giardi. We'll see you next week on the Pick'em Pod.